0: gentlemen welcome to the main event
1: What's up, everybody? Welcome back to YG Sports Live with Aaron Namos here on GRadio.ca. Presented by First Round Burgers, Beer, Sports.
2: Absolutely, my friend. You know friend. what? I'm loving this new intro. Dude, new jam. This is new, new jam.
1: jam. Got a brand new guest coming up today. Yeah, huge guest actually huge. for YEG Sports. I'm going to tell you guys all about that. Just coming up, buddy. How's your week been? Uh, it's been good. Yeah, better than the Oilers last week. Uh, yeah, I would hope so. I hope yeah. everyone, you know what, who even listens to the show, had a better week than the Oilers. Yeah, we're going to talk about man. What is going on?
2: Yeah, Calgary's
1: not- on fire. We're in the wild card. Like it's
2: we've dropped Trump president. The world's upside down right but, now. Hey, my Cubs <laughs> won the World Series, and you leave them alone. I, the I, world is upside down I fear right no goat. <laughs> <laughs> oh
1: man tons of stuff to talk about tonight um huge preview of the Oilers Dallas game coming up especially what's ahead for the Oilers this week Uh NFL free agent frenzy a rod what a frenzy it yeah. was buddy can't there's, wait to talk about this there's huge s- huge news especially for uh my boys in green yeah yeah, the, yeah Eagles looking looking hot right, right fire. now yeah that o-line is Stack, uh, tons of stuff coming your way on tonight's show Like I said, Oilers, NFL uh, We have UFC Fight Night 106 um, Highlights Man, well, Bakersfield Condors Bakersfield, are we going to do Oil Kings this week? Can, yeah. are, are they back? We we're going bring them back off the... Yeah, we're, 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 yeah, we'll we're bring them back Okay, yeah.
2: uh, Raptors, you know, the usual stuff yeah. Yeah, But real quick, we were going to have Alan Mitchell, a.k.a. Low tide from TSN 1260 coming up shortly. Very excited, huge! Can't
1: wait to get into that, man. He he,
2: it's like he does what we do, but he's a pro.
1: Yeah. So y'all gonna? He's kind of who we like look up to. He's like our mentor, you know? Right. Like y'all ready for
2: this? Because we're about to go to school.
1: (laughs) Y'all ready for this? This is YG Sports Live. Let's go. Hey, we are back here on YG Sports Live with A-Rod Namos on gradio.ca, 5 p.m. for your drive home. Uh rod presented by First Round. Burgers, beer, sports. Every week, every time. That's what we do. Fantastic stuff. Okay, Arod, uh, we're going to get to our special guest uh, right away. But before we do, we should probably tee up what's been happening with the copper and, and blue right now. Tough break for the Oilers over the weekend. I mean, played a great game against Pittsburgh and Crosby came back from being down to nothing. Connor comes back late, yeah, forces Captain, the game to overtime, yeah. and then goes into a shootout, you know. Phil Captain Kessel. Connor
2: put his foot down and said, "Sydney, not in my house. Well, <laughs> Not in my and that house. That was kind
1: of after he sort of made a little bit of misplay and, and caused a that goal. That
2: second goal, but yeah. he And he fully put
1: that on his own shoulders. He, did, he yeah. said, you know, that was, that was my fault, but it was kind of the urgency upon him to sort of take it upon himself, get back in that game. Um... A really good game in Montreal on Sunday, kind of up to the last six or seven minutes of yeah. the third period. You know, Oilers kind of did a great job of maintaining that one-goal lead. However, they
2: got cocky. They did. They Absolutely. got cocky. They, they, didn't, they lost that drive. Because you could tell Montreal in like in that last 10 minutes they're starting to amp it up. They're starting to get more puck possession. They're starting to get well, they more were, shots they on They were net. driving
1: the net. They were
2: yeah. creating
1: rebound chances, like doing all the little things right and getting Working those down low, dirty, nitty-gritty playoff-type tight goals spaces that Todd McClellan has been talking about. And this team has four goals in its last three games. That is not good enough. It's not. It's not good enough. No. With, with 16 games left, 15 games left, yeah. Like it is time to buckle down and yeah. start getting serious because we just been plas- passed by the flames yeah. you know you had you were in second in the pacific not even 10 days ago i like man i'm kind of stressing a little bit like yeah, i'm still very confident lot- that this team will see april and may hockey yeah. but at the same time it is time to tighten and pull up those socks yes. because like i said four goals in the last three games that is not how you're going to beat teams like san jose and anaheim Minnesota, who you know goaltending is their thing. I'm sorry, you're not. And Carey Price shut us down hard on Sunday night.
2: An interesting stat from that, um, Carey Price. That is the first time he has won a game in Edmonton in his career. Wow, really? Yeah, that's the first time he's ever won in, in Edmonton. Well, he's ho- beat the Oilers before in Montreal, but he's okay. never beat the Oilers here in Edmonton. Well, hopefully
1: it's the last time that he he beats for us a while. Here in anyway,
2: <laughs> but that's the thing. Carey Price is a fantastic goalie.
0: It's
1: one of the league best. You know? Absolutely, he was in last
2: week's power rankings for
1: Crease talk You know, absolutely, he Which was. will be back next yes week. It will. on YG Sports um, Live. Talbot, though, you can't take anything away from no. the Wakeham. I mean, this game could have been. He's not getting the. He's not easily. getting
2: the wins. He's not getting the support. He's not getting the support, but he's playing his ass off. And and there was a set out there. I can't remember what this what the record was. It was obviously a better, more fair more favorable record. Um that when Cam Talbot sees thirty or more shots, I think he's had something like twenty five wins out of his thirty three this year. Right. He's when, when he sees a lot of shots.
1: Well, and he faced thirty nine right. against Montreal. Yeah. Um, making thirty seven saves. Two bit of a chippy affair, too. Lots it's of chippy affair. lots of penalties in this one. Um, you know who took to, you
2: know who took the dumbest of all penalties? Go ahead. Benoit Pouliot. Yeah, nice little slashing call. In you the know third what? Period. He was so lucky that um, Alexander Radulov took a retaliation penalty mm-hmm. on that to even it up. Absolutely. Otherwise, it could have been really And really those are those trouble. little
1: plays that we've seen from Benoit Pouliot again and again just you know, it's getting late into the game. You're you're in the hockey game, but you're just making sort of those careless little plays, whether you're clearing the zone or whatever, and getting careless with the stick. And
2: go ahead, Eric. Yeah, no, I was, uh, finish your thought.
1: Okay, I, I was just saying, like like I said, these are just things that late game are hurting the Oilers and they're costing us points because right now. It's not even about goals scored, it's about points obtained, and if you're not picking up at least one a night for the
2: rest of the year, you're deciding
1: your own fate, and like I said, do you want to play San Jose or Minnesota in the first round, because I sure as hell don't, my friend. No,
2: absolutely not, and um, there was a quote from Tom McClellan uh, from Sunday, and he said, the desire was there, we just didn't execute. We need to get prepared for another game and move on. Absolutely, and... I mean that's all you really that's all really you can do
1: but you have to learn from it right. One hundred percent, you have to learn from it. And so far too, the, like this
2: eight eight game homestand, not really going in our Winless. favor. Yeah, so far. So <laughs> five more to go. Um, got Dallas coming up tonight. We're gonna step into uh, more Oilers talk. Um, with with Alan tide. Mitchell, yeah, right AKA away. Low tide from TSN 1260. We're going to the
1: full Dallas game, and we'll get his thoughts on that. Uh, we'll preview starting lineups for tonight as well. Dallas tonight, Bruins on Thursday, Vancouver is here on Saturday. Yes, Rod.
2: Um, I actually have some stats about that real quick before we took a musical break, and then bring on yeah. the low tide. Go ahead. Hold on, I'm waiting for the computer to load up here. I hate when this happens. Oh, yes, (laughs) while while you're bringing that, uh, do you see the elbow to the head that Smitty took in his. Real quick, Ryan Smith, if he listens to this show, I don't know if he does, but if he does, get well soon, Ryan. If you do, we love you. By the way, uh, you're He fantastic. took a fly-by elbow to the head. He laid motionless on the ice in game one of their playoff series against Lacombe. You never want to see something like that. That's especially just, in uh, senior especially in senior AAA and especially to a guy like Ryan Smith. Right. Like, what kind of piece of shit do you need to be where you need Whoa. to go take a run at Ryan Smith? That's a swear jar. that's fine. It's one that. of those good penalties. That's a good, that's that's a a good, good penalty. Pouliot, that's a good penalty. That's a good penalty. Anyways, so I got that set up. So far, the orders are 1-1 and versus Dallas this year. Uh, they're 1-0 and versus Boston, and they're 1-0-1 against Vancouver.
1: Yeah, and 7-10 uh, since the All-Star break. 4-5-1 and one in their last 10. Not overall. not good. Hockey. No, not. Era. This is not the time to be breaking down like this, especially no. when, yeah, you are looking to your first postseason berth in over a decade. Over a decade. In a new building. Icaramba. caramba Ay Let's play right. some music And uh, we're going to get right back uh, Here with Low Tide On YG Sports Live With Aaron Amos On gradio.ca Let's play a little monster truck Let's do it All right Okay, well, uh, we are back on YG Sports Live with a and Amos on gradio.ca, presented by First Round Burgers, Beer, Sports. And uh, we've got a very special guest on the line, a
2: Yes, very special guest. We have Alan Mitchell, a.k.a. Low Tide from TSN 1260. He has a show every weekday from 10 till noon uh, called The Low Down with Low Tide. Uh, Alan, thanks for joining us.
0: Well, I, I, no problem. Glad to do it. Are you? Are you gentlemen both wearing the shirts you have on Yeg Sports Live? A little. You know, <laughs> uh,
2: I, I, I I am wearing the blazer. Amos for shirt. is. I am not. I'm wearing my Nitro Circus
0: t-shirt. <laughs> okay, because that's a that's a clash of colors. But you guys make it work somehow. So.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? When we were at the Philadelphia Flyers game, it, uh, we got hard sold really, yeah. really well, and. Uh, one hundred and forty bucks for the jacket. I had a few
1: too many tall cans that <laughs> night, and somehow, <laughs> midway through the third period, I ended back in the Oilers store, and I'm just like, uh, somehow I'm leaving with this jacket, and I was actually able to barter with them a little bit. I think they gave me like fifteen percent off. So you were wow, pretty proud of
0: that, yeah. So maybe you're maybe you're better when you're drinking and bartering.
1: Yeah, know? well, I, th- I I think so. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely a thing, but uh, since since the Philadelphia game, our, our rule has been that I'm going to wear this blazer every Tuesday night until the Oilers are eliminated from the playoffs, which, I, I mean, I'm hoping isn't closer till the end of May. But Yeah, uh, hopefully w- it's
0: June by the time you get that thing <laughs> done.
1: That, yeah. Well, Alan, I mean, the way they've been playing, are,
2: are, are you concerned at all of a complete derailment at this point? Is it time for Oilers fans collectively to start hitting the panic button?
0: No, I don't think so. I think that, that they're... They're, they're not a balanced team yet, and, and so these sorts of issues that they're going to have will crop up from time to time. But... It, it- Really, I think there's two things clouding the issue for Oiler fans. One is the Flames have gone on a historic run. They've won nine games. They've done really well. And that's a little bit the market correcting because Calgary's a pretty good team. They just had all kinds of problems earlier in the year. As far as the Oilers are concerned, they had a really tough February. People forget, but it was very tough in February for them. And they really haven't played that much in March. It's been a very slow schedule. There's been yeah, a couple of... of breaks of, of several days. Yeah. So, uh, they're 1-2-1 and one in March. Uh, I I thought they'd go two two and zero for the first uh, four games. Yeah. Uh, that's not that far off. What we need to see is beginning tonight against Dallas, and then running uh, against Boston and Vancouver and L.A. I think that's the schedule. Yes. yeah uh, probably three wins and a loss, something like that. The, the Oilers are are you know they just haven't played very much, and so I think it's taken them a while to get back into the swing of things. I, I do think that that uh, Leon might be a little tired. Todd McClellan talked about that yesterday. Uh, so we're we're going to probably see things tightening up a little bit, uh, and have seen that. But I I think a team that has Cam Talbot playing as well as he has, and Connor McDavid on it, probably mm-hmm. going to win of the last you know say ten or eleven or twelve games, probably five or six, and that should get them. Uh, In the playoffs, and of course, Los Angeles uh, is—they're not going to win every game either.
1: No, absolutely not. And um, yeah, exactly like you said, like Talbot playing as well as he had, and and yeah, you can definitely sort of tell that there is some late-season kinks, and you can maybe see the fatigue starting to sit in on on some of the players who haven't carried a workload like uh, Drysaddle and stuff like that in the past. Um, Just really quickly on Talbot, obviously taking nothing away from Connor McDavid but do you think uh he would sort of be this team's unanimous MVP uh at this point
0: well I think we're gonna have to do what what we did uh in the 80s which is have a a, a, a McDavid division and then a non-McDavid division <laughs> <laughs> he's in a <laughs> class think, of his I own think, uh, uh, well I think Cal- Connor is gonna be the MVP for the as long as he plays in Edmonton but that's sort of uh you know that that's unfair to Cam Talbot because you're you're you know you're you're comparing a great great player uh with a player who's having a great great year and Talbot has i mean uh, the the Oilers have uh, you know really owe him a great deal of debt. and and remember a year ago when he started out he he struggled a little bit but from about january of uh i guess it would have been 2015 through to today he's played as well as any goal he has since Roloson and yeah, and good name you drive. know it it's, been, it's made a big difference for this team. They've had some nights where they, they didn't deserve two points and they got them in regulation.
2: Absolutely. Uh, one thing I wanted to hit on, too, uh, you did mention that this team has had a lot of rest, uh, especially after the All-Star break. And you go back um, to even in December when it just seemed like they played a lot of games, three games and four nights, uh, that kind of stretch. Uh, with their schedule starting to ramp up, do you see the Oilers kind of getting back into their groove like how they were uh, like around Christmas and even January where they were pulling off three, four, five game win streaks.
0: Yeah, I do. I, I think that they're, they're, you know, they're, they're a little different team now. I think Connor or uh, Darnell nurse getting back helps them a little bit. Uh, defensively. I think that, uh, you know, Matt Benning got hurt, but he seems to be coming back playing a little better now. They, they're, their top four plays a lot and plays difficult minutes, but I don't think they've been the problem. The forwards have been, you know, in recent days they just haven't had the, uh, you know, the 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 quality of play. Part of it I think is DeHarnay has played well early, but that's a new uh, line mate. The yeah. the coaching staff seems to have put. Uh, the the second line, the Nuge line, getting them a little bit easier minutes in terms of the opposition and, and asking Connor McDavid to, to play a little tougher minutes. Hopefully you'll be able to share them a little bit with the top three lines uh, moving forward, now that Pouliot's healthy and hopefully Deharney playing better, so it'll be a little little easier for the McDavid line because that's the straw that stirs the drink. Uh, I think they'll be okay. The one thing I'll say about the Oilers is they've had a really tough schedule. The February schedule was tough. Yeah. Uh, the, the Detroit Islander early part of March wasn't, but but the, the Penguins came in here, and I thought they played their best game of the year against Pittsburgh. Absolutely. They lost, yeah, that was but they game could easily have won.
1: Was, yeah. yeah, that was a fantastic game, and for them to sort of show the resolve that they did to come back from being down 2 nothing, push the game into overtime, that those are, those are the type of performances that you need to see when you look ahead to April, and um, this is something me and Alex have talked a lot about on this show. I think, you know, it's easy to judge the recent play and performance overall, but I think that this team is, I think surpassed even Peter Shirelli's expectations of, of where they were kind of going to end up this year? Uh, is that is that something you could probably agree with? or?
0: Yeah, no, I, th- I think that if you look at what the general manager has done in the summertime both years, he's Donald been very aggressive uh, at the deadline a year ago. He actually unloaded uh, two players in Schultz and Purcell, and then added uh, Patrick Maroon as sort of a long term bet that really worked out very well. Absolutely. This year he approached it a little differently. I think he, he you know, he actually added and and uh, you know David DeHarnay is is the first guy that, that under the Shirelli uh, regime where where they they had a need at center. Uh, young Cajula wasn't playing really well. They wanted to add a, a veteran player. Uh, and he sort of, you know, he, he made that move to give this team a, a chance. It's sort of a, I've got faith in you. Now, I can tell you from from following Shirelli when he was in, in Boston, when he thinks he has a chance to win, you're going to see a lot of movement, like trade deadlines that are, you know, three or four uh, deep if he feels like they need it. But this year, I think I think he probably was trying to get a goalie too but the the things that that you know the the rentals that you might have seen him you know go after in the in the future he didn't do this year because i still think they're as as they say a growth team they've been using that word all year and uh it does seem to fit with their uh, with their idea of how the team is going to go and that's sort of what he said and what he did absolutely yeah go ahead yeah 100
2: percent um and you can even reference back to even before the trade line when uh, Shirely had his availability he said that this team deserves a chance at the playoffs um, yep. he, he said that he doesn't really expect much from a from a playoff drive <clears throat> um perspective but he said that this team deserves a shot um real quick i just want to switch to the bakersfield condors uh with you uh there's been some talk that jesse pullarve deserves some time with the big club to experience a playoff run uh, I highly disagree, and I feel like they should do uh, for Puliyarvi what they did to, uh, for Dreisaitl, and let him stay in the AHL. Let him let uh, let experience a playoff run uh, with the Condors, since they are battling for a playoff spot right now. Where do you come out on that?
0: Well, I think I think that if if the owners were uh, in a position where they had a need, like an injury or something along those lines then then calling up Paul Yarby is the natural thing to do but i agree with you in, in the way that that you know the the orders have struggled recently there's a lot of pressure on these guys and i think at some level it would probably be unfair to ask Paul yarby to come up and play a feature role now if there's an injury that that's different
2: but yeah that that changes it completely
0: if you're calling him up as a this is guy's going to be a feature player he's ready let's go yeah. that's probably a bit too much to put on, pressure to put on him
2: yeah i would tend to agree um all right, so basically you're saying uh, to Oilers fans, just don't hit the panic button right now. It's going to be okay with uh, Shirley behind the wheel. You got McDavid. Well, I would say this,
0: that I think that I, it's understandable. Like, I don't yeah. – I'm not I, – I get it. I understand. It's been 10 years. Old guys like me have seen the Oilers win the Stanley Cup. So it, This is you true. Know, this is, you know, I'm kind of jealous. We like were still and, in the and, womb. And, <laughs> yeah. And so, so, you know, you young uh, uh, set are – you know, all you've noticed is – depending upon how old you are, you've known 10 years of frustration. Absolutely, I, yeah. From your pictures, I don't know that you even remember the Marchant gold, do you?
2: Oh, I was at, I think I was 8 years old
0: yeah. for the so Mar- be fair, if the you Marchant remember it, it, was on, you don't yeah. really, it was on TV like Spongebob, so, you know, the the, the, <laughs> the, the, the thing about you guys now is that you're going to be able to see this build, and it's a lot of fun, like I, uh, the, y- People forget how long it took. It took five years, but yeah. some of those years were really great where the Orders beat uh, Montreal in the playoffs, but they yeah. also lost a terrible series to the Los Angeles Kings, including a game where they were up by a ton and came back and lost it. So, you know, there's going to be some pain, but it's fun to watch a team grow. and, and you know The great thing for you guys is that you're going to be around to watch this, and, and and this may be the first year where they make the playoffs, probably will be, and then the real good memories, the ones that you'll remember for your lifetime, yeah. are, are coming right ahead, so that's pretty cool.
2: That is. I remember I was 18 uh, during the 06 Cup run, and that was the first time. I had seen a lot of things in in my young adult life. Yeah, if if you were on uh,
0: White Avenue, you probably saw a lot of stuff. Oh,
2: oh yeah, (laughs) absolutely. Um, Real quick, uh, we're just going to switch to football, NFL football, and then we're going to let you go since we know that you're a very busy man. Um, You and uh, Amos have something in common. And you're about to find this out. You are both diehard Eagles fans. Oh um, with all I'm the, I'm so sorry. Oh.
1: <laughs> <laughs> hey man, it's okay. Like you, that that ten years of frustration that we share with the Oilers, it <laughs> it, <laughs> it carries over into Philadelphia. But uh, uh. they they made some a, a big splash on the first day of free agency. Um, nice to see Alshon Jeffrey signing with the team. Yeah, yeah. Torrey yeah. Smith. Uh, th- <laughs> this receiving corps has got got really really great. Um, I don't know. It, it it's sort of similar in Philadelphia for football as it is in Edmonton. You're you're rebuilding, you're regrowing. You have a very young, able-bodied quarterback who I who I thought did really. Carson great Wentz going to be a his first year. Yeah. Um, still some issues to touch on on the defense. I guess a really quick uh, prediction. Where do you see the Eagles finishing this year?
0: Well, two things that I really liked—they went out and got some receivers, obviously. But then they, they and then they didn't—they didn't blow their brains out with getting old linemen. But they they added some depth guys, and I think that's important for uh, to protect the young quarterback. Now you got to get a nice running back in there, and the offense should be a lot better. Uh, I like the defense. They had to make some moves, to let some people go, but I I think they're okay there. I'll say I don't. I uh, I think they. I don't think they'll win the division. I think they'll win, they'll end up ten and six, and I don't know that's going to be enough to to make the playoffs because it's a, it's. I think the Giants actually are going to win. I, and I, yeah, well, I say that with no pleasure. I just think they've had a really good off season, and Dallas has maybe taken a, a little yeah. bit of a step back. But I and their problem is that they have no cap room at all. No, but they don't. I, I think the Eagles are like the good thing about them, and they did it with McNabb too. Is they're building, and, and it, it's you know it may take a while, and it would help if Brady would retire someday. <laughs> <you know? laughs>
2: I'm but, a Bears fan. But I fan, do think
0: they're so they're headed in a good direction and I especially like that they 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 went through so many o-linemen and part of it was Lane Johnson getting uh suspended last year, but they seem to have really, you know, tried to um shore up that area like have a lot of o-linemen. And they're not trading any of them, apparently. So that's a really good indication that they're going to try to keep that quarterback protected. They've got him some really nice targets now. Now go get a running back. There's lots that are still available in free agency. And and probably a DB or a corner at the draft, and they'll be set.
1: Uh, Absolutely. Have you heard the uh, rumble that uh, possible return of Deshaun Jackson?
2: He's going to Tampa Bay. Is that for sure? That's for sure. Yeah, that's like yeah I hadn't heard pen. that. I, yeah. I,
0: I, if they're going to bring him back, then bring Shady McCoy back, too, and then we can all have <laughs> <Yeah. to start. laughs> One. Right on. <laughs> real, t- quick.
1: Real, real quick, I just want to keep to the game for the Oilers tonight against Dallas.
0: Yes. Well, Dallas coming a, up in a couple a hours. a really good start. This is still a young team. They, they've sort of been a little shaky. I think a an early goal will maybe settle them down, uh, and I think that, that you know, the Despite the fact Dallas has had a terrible year, but they still have a lot of firepower. So it's going to be important to play good defense to stay out of the penalty box. But an early goal will settle down the players, and probably more than the players, it'll settle down the fans. And I think that's uh, that's going to be important too, because yeah. you want the home team to be cheering for you.
2: Absolutely. Uh, real quick, also, um, aside from your show on TSN 1260, you're also a writer for Oilers Nation. Um, yes. Everybody can. Is there? How can people follow you? Get a hold
0: of uh, It's at Low Tide on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Uh, I usually tweet out all my articles from Oilers Nation and yeah. Low Tide. My blog uh, is uh, lowtide.ca, and, of course, Oilers Nation is uh, is very well known. So those are the spots, and you can catch me uh, 10 to noon on TSN 1260 every weekday.
2: Awesome. Well, thank you so much for your time, Alan. This has been a real big treat for us. And Well, uh, thanks
0: very much, guys. And if you see one of those uh, oiler jackets in extra, extra large, make sure to pick one up for me. It's sold. Done. Man.
2: And uh, hope to have you back on the show one day. Thanks again. <laughs> awesome. Thank you, Alan. All
0: right. Have a great night, guys. You Cheers. too.
2: Thank you. Cheers.
1: All right. So we're back here on YG Sports Live. How do you with- follow that up? A-Rod was- Dude, I'm kind of like... You know when you graduate and uh-huh. you turn 18, and you just you got all those like crazy just good emotions about like first things, first times happening. This is like, this is a new experience for me, yeah. and that and that was super cool. Like, I mean, you got to kind of do the Blue Jays media available thing, but like, yep. this, this dude is I consider a, a local
0: celebrity, yes. and,
1: and he's a pro. And uh, that guy's once again, huge shout out to Low Tide for coming on the show and joining us. Thank you so much. That was. So much fun,
2: man, and uh, just wow. I mean, like him and I, we were talking. Um, my hands are sweating uh, a little. bit. <laughs> we were talking via DMs, and uh, this is about a month ago to see if he, he if he would even come on language. the show, <laughs> right? DM stands for uh, direct message. Oh no, I, I know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Is that from your hip hop song? Your right? on. Oh, <laughs> um, shit. No, like we were talking, and he was like, you know what? He's like. Maybe one day I'm going to come work for you guys. That was his audition. Ah. <laughs> that was his audition. He, he said one day he'd work for us, or one day we work for him. I, to, I, I said it's more like, you know, we'd work for him, but he could come work for us. ESN,
1: Edmonton Sports Network. It's starting
2: now. <laughs> ESN? We're branching out. Yeah. <laughs> and the first person we steal from Bell Media, our first overall draft pick. Low Tide. Low Tide. At first <laughs> th- with, the,
1: with the first overall
2: pick in this year's Broadcasters <laughs> draft. YG well, Sports Live is proud to select from St. Albert. Low Tide.
1: <laughs> I love it. Okay, so really quick, just to wrap things up. Obviously, like we said, Dallas in
2: the big barn tonight. Yes. Uh, low Tide kind of I have projected down lines. For keys to the game. Yeah, let's hear those
1: projected lines, Aaron.
2: Um, I have... Uh, Connor McDavid centering Patty Maroon and Leon Drysaddle. Of uh, course. Line one. Yeah, the first. That's not changing. The top six Boys are not really changing. Yeah. Uh, Ryan Nijon Hopkins is centering. Epps and Luch. Yes. Uh, third line, I have uh, De- David Deharnay, the new guy, uh, centering uh, Benoit Pouliot and Zach Cassian. And fourth line, I have Letestu with Hendricks and Juju I
1: really like this fourth line lately. I like, do. I know they've. Even though Th- wait, this did, team has struggled overall, but that did, line is did you just try big play on and it hits. No, I don't think Kara did play on Sunday. I think that was Sleppy in the taking his place, or Kajula was drawing back in. Vex, get us the stats on that. You okay. know, I
2: hope Kajula comes back in the lineup, and Pouliot can uh, just go sit in the press box. Well, you know, hot man, take.
1: I just and 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 Peter said this too about him coming back from his injury. It's like let's forget. The 10 points in 50 something games Leading up to now And yeah, <laughs> let's just focus on where he is Let's
2: focus on the rest of the let's year Let's focus on where he is now Because I'm going to trade him okay. in the summertime For a f- I second overall draft.
1: <laughs> a second round draft More than any other Oilers since Dustin Penner And I do it because I know His potential is there If I had half the talent that man had In his little finger I would be at least in the like AHL? Yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> so I, I, I rip on him because I know it's there and it's just like its I don't know if it's laziness, I don't know if it's Mentally blocked, I don't know if he has mono I don't know if the dude just doesn't want to play hockey Anymore, because not every NHL player Does, It's you true. Know? <laughs> it's true, <laughs> you see it a lot So I'm just like I know the potential, and I know if we get into the playoffs, when we get into the playoffs, let me correct myself, I know he can be a big factor, but it's just those little things, I feel like his mental game is just off right now. He takes the
2: dumbest penalties at the Uh, dumbest
1: times. I'm not, I'm not a fan of his overall play, but then again, you know, I don't get paid millions of dollars to coach this team or millions of dollars to be the GM, so it's not up for me to decide who goes on the ice, but... There should be some accountability there. Absolutely.
2: Like, like, a, li- a, li- a little bit. Absolutely. And then uh, for defense, I have uh, everything staying the same. Clap Larson, Larson Sekira Russell, Benning Nurse, and dad bot. Cam Talbot uh, in between the pipes. Um, real, qu- real quick, do you want to do my three stars? Yeah, I'd love to hear the Oilers' um, three starts this week. So, <laughs> in a winless homestand so far, uh, there's not really much to pick. From my for my three stars, <laughs> but we're gonna go ahead with this uh, third star. David DeHarnay, one goal uh, this week. Uh, he had his first goal as an Oiler on Friday versus Pittsburgh, which we talked about with with uh, Low Tide. That was probably the best game of the year, yes, like, yes or it was. ever in well, Rogers Place. Man, just I mean the Philly game was awesome.
1: And I'm just, you know, first because we were be hard to take that we away from me. However, no, no, no. But in terms of matching up and like, yeah. I mean. Well, you got Malkin on the ice, you got Crosby on the ice, you got McDavid on the ice, you got Dreisaitl on the I mean, they're, just,
2: uh, they're yeah. a superstar Absolutely. <laughs> jamming. That right. was a hell of a game. So third star, David DeHarnay. Second star, Milan Lucic, uh, he had a goal uh, this week. He had a, his sweet goal against Montreal where he basically manhandled, like he threw a guy off of him took the puck, came down, streaking down the wing, and clapped it five-hole on Carey Price.
1: Yeah, he's you know, Luching, actually, his last couple goals, like, he's got a good shot. He does. Shoe more. Exactly. More. And, I, and that's the
2: thing. I feel like when like when we make the playoffs, he will be vital. He's starting to get into playoff form. He's starting to turn into that lucha bear where you do not mess with him. Do not wake the bear. And don't touch our captain. Don't you ever touch Connor. ever game. touch Connor. <laughs> and then, uh, speaking of Connor, first star of the week... He has been for the last four weeks. Connor, Connor McDavid, David, but honorable mention, A-Rod. Uh, hold on. Uh, I'm not done yet. <laughs> Come on. Uh, I'm excited about it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he's had, He had one goal, that beautiful goal against Pittsburgh as well. Um, <gasps> he leads the NHL with 75 points. 52 of those points are assists.
1: Yeah. 88 Caner, though, hot on
2: his tailpipe. Yeah, exactly. But see, and, and this is where I draw another comparison from McDavid to Gretzky, because Gretzky said, you know, or people said, oh, Gretzky, all, all he can do is pass. Next year he gets ninety some goals. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh he can't even. Well, uh, look at Crosby this year, it's right? Thirty-four Genos. He's killing right? it. And that's the thing. Like, I heard this on Nilsson and Fraser this morning. It's kind of sad that the winner of the Maurice Rocket Richard Trophy, which is the trophy given out for the, the most, most goals, most goals in a season, it'll be like forty-one goals, if that. Won't even hit fifty. Right. Which is kind of pathetic. Y- you know, Alex Ovechkin, where are you? Missing in action
1: It's been a while since we've had a lot of players Plateau that 45-50 goal mark But the NHL has changed so much since then Defense But how huge, A-Rod, really quick Would it be for Patty Kane To come back from all those trials and tribulations That he went through a couple seasons ago In the Mm -hmm. offseason Win back-to-back Art Ross And Morris Richard titles No big deal that, that it, all you do is you add a Stanley Cup ring to that, and uh, he already <laughs> has three. Yeah, well, you, know, you got <laughs> two just more fingers four, to fill up, right?
2: <laughs> uh, then okay, so my honorable my honorable mention four star of the week, uh, Garth Brooks. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. He's got a banner in <laughs> the, the dude barn. Has a, he has a
2: banner in Rogers Place. You do not. That's why he's four star.
1: <laughs> I absolutely love it. Oh, and really quick, uh, I was talking with Burroughs, one of our outside analysts. And uh, we have this thing where, well, we had this thing where it was Chicago or L.A., Chicago or L.A. Uh-huh. According to Burroughs, it's L.A.'s turn because Chicago won last. But...
2: <laughs> as dumb would, as would it sounds, love... you know dude, it
1: works. And, I, and and we all know how much we love the Oilers, but man, I, I would not even be mad if Chicago won the Stanley dude, Cup this year. Just like...
2: You live with me. I'm, f- I'm from outside of <laughs> Chicago. Do you not remember how jacked I was when the Blackhawks won the Cup? at home against Tampa Bay in the finals.
1: No, 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 no. Just think of this, A-Rod. Because this is a possibility. Your Cubbies win the World Series. The Blackhawks win the Stanley Cup. And and the Bulls win the NBA title. That is an actual, real, plausible outcome. I thought you were going to talk about my Chicago
2: Bears. Because you cannot tease me like that. Well, dude, no. I I wouldn't
1: even put that in the same sentence. That poor franchise. <laughs> okay,
2: we're, we're going to talk about Chicago on. Bears in, during our NFL free agency. Let's talk. go talk some Condors. Yeah, You're let's on. talk some Condors. Absolutely. Yeah, let's talk some Condors. You want to talk about a team that's been winning? Let's yeah, talk yo, about the Condors. Yeah, let's talk about an Oilers affiliation
1: that has been winning. I love it.
2: Uh, They lost to the Stockton Heat 3 2 okay. Saturday night. <laughs> Let's talk about a team that's been <laughs> winning.
1: Well, <laughs> let's start with the fact that they
2: <laughs> lost on Saturday. Uh, it snapped their four-game uh, home winning streak. They lost to Stockton 3-2 Saturday night. In Bakersfield, like I said, snapping their four-game home winning streak. Um, I blame Jonas Gustafson. He got the start. He stopped 28 shots. <laughs> be the shots. first time that's happened. Yeah. He stopped 28 <laughs> shots. Just was not good enough. And uh, newcomer Jaden Deschanaux of the Condors got his first AHL goal. So... Clap. Uh, however, there is a gold, There is a silver lining in all this. Mm. The Condors still sit three points ahead of Stockton, which I will remind everybody every week, that is Calgary's farm team. That's Calgary's team. Oh! Farm team. Stockton. Yes. Okay. Stockton Heat. Yeah, Calgary should, Flames. Yeah, Stockton, yeah, Heat. Let's play sense, word yeah. association. Stockton Heat. Calgary Flames. Anyways, Condors are still three points ahead of Stockton in the Pacific Division uh, with 54 games played, 13 games left. Um, however, Anton Lander and Jesse pooley have kind of, they've hit a wall, offensively so to speak. They've been held pointless in their last three games. Hey man. It happens. You, you can't. Hockey's ebbs you're and You're not going to score every game. Like, you're it's really just, not. Unless you're Wayne Gretzky. Yeah. In the or, yeah, well, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty much the only time where that applies. <laughs> pretty much. Um, so Condors have three games uh, this week starting tonight actually against the San Jose Barracudas who is San Jose's farm team and then they will have after that they will have a back to back against Tucson Tucson the Tucson Roadrunners oh kind of like the Edmonton Roadrunners oh yeah oh, old Rocky yeah. Thompson oh yeah. Rocky Thompson good name drop uh, so they'll have a back to back against Tucson they were against terrible. the Roadrunners at home Friday and Saturday night Fantastic stuff. Uh, I got some stats. Yeah, I love stats. Anton Lander. Yeah. Still leads the team in points. Right. With 42. That's awesome. Yeah. That's good. Uh, Jesse Pugliarvi, 25 games played, 9 goals, 11 assists, 20 points. He's a plus 4. Uh, Griffin Reinhardt, uh, 41 games played, 6 goals, 11 assists, 17 points, if my math is correct. Yes, it is. And he's a plus 8 rating. And then Jordan Osterley. Say that 10 times fast.
1: Jordan Osterley. Osterley.
2: Osterley. <laughs> I'm sure somewhere in Edmonton, Bob Stauffer is screaming at his iPhone right now. You're pronouncing it wrong! <laughs> Thanks, Bob. Thanks, Bob. Want to come on the show next week? <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> 34 games played, 5 goals, 19 assists, 22 points, and he's also a plus 4. I want to talk some Tandies. Since yeah. you don't have Crease Talk this week, yeah, I no, want to talk... Kreese Talk's coming back next week. I want to talk real quick. This is just for you. Um... Bakersfield Condors tendies. Uh, Nick Ellis, who last I checked, has won uh, the last six starts that he's had. Uh, he's 13-10-1 on the season with a 263 goals against average and a nine twenty two save percentage. Dude, those are like Dubnik-esque Those, are, <laughs> those right? are really good. <laughs> really, really good. Uh, and then Jonas Gufsason. Where's the trombone? That <laughs> He's, he's uh yeah there you go. Uh he is Oh no no. What we need. We need like the price is right tuba. Uh, <laughs>
1: one day we're just going to sit in here we're just going to like map in sound effects. We like, are. Cuz I I really do want to get the thing where like when we, when we drop our cuss words or so we can just, you know, and it just like <laughs> have some weird like crazy noise.
2: <laughs> That reminds me of a Stormtrooper's joke, but I'll tell you that Oh, air. man. Uh, I was watching anyways, old
1: Shaddenkirk fucking Star Trek. <laughs> Swear jar. <laughs> Wait, Shaddenkirk? That's not right.
2: <laughs> he is suspended right now for two games for charging. The
1: she just lost four in a row? I don't know what's going on with my team.
2: Obi hasn't scored a goal in ten games.
1: The hell. Ovi hasn't scored goals in lots of games this year. So right? That's a whole other episode.
2: Jonas <laughs> Gustafson, he's four-and-four four <laughs> with a 268 goals against average and a 909 save percentage. Pedestrian. That is pedestrian. Um, so that is your big Condor's wrap-up. What are you we doing? We should
1: trade Gustafson to Colorado. He'd fit right in. <laughs>
2: You know what? Can we try Gustason
1: for Tyson Berry? Out of all of our bad <laughs> years, I don't even remember having a year as bad as the Avalanche are having right now. It's like, bad. it's it's really bad, and 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 the problem is is well, what's your excuse? You, you have know what? Gabriel Landeskog, Nathan McKinnon, Matt Duchene, Tyson Berry. I don't know. I'm putting all these this A's sounds, and B's and C's all- together, and it's supposed to equal D or W. Hey, this sounds but- like
2: 20. This sounds about like 2012, where you have Taylor Hall. Nugent Hopkins, Jordan Eberle, Justin Schultz. They were supposed to be winners. Yeah. Justin Schultz is a fucking winner. Yeah, he Swear is a winner. Der, I don't even care. Yeah, no, he is a yeah. winner. You know what? He's, he's a winner. He is a winner. <coughs> a top pairing in Pittsburgh right now, like no third pairing. Because that's where he belongs. Still? He's still third pairing, playing um, like eight minutes a night. That's
1: where, I I would double check those stats, like right now. I would. Uh, I, go ahead. No, double check your stats, because I promise you, Schultz is playing more than eight minutes a night. I,
2: well, I promise. Yeah, because you. Letang is hurt.
1: Well, regardless,
2: he's, he's a winner. Still third he's line winner. pairing. You know what? He's a winner, and we're gonna leave it at
1: that. Yeah, everyone who leaves this team wins.
2: Anyways, back to your point on the abs.
1: <laughs> I'm just saying, I, I'm, I'm glad that someone else can like relate to our pain. You know, yeah. it it yeah. won't be as long and treacherous yeah. and probably a decade of suffering. But then again, let's look at the Hawks pre Kane Taves era, and the yeah, those were crap bad years. They went through, man. Yeah, like, they had.
2: Just Steve rock. Passmore net. Let me just drop name drop that. Steve Passmore.
1: <laughs> Steve Passmore. Uh was playing around with Archers Urbe and uh, <laughs> Corey, yeah, Corey Hirsch. Like yeah, these are, but these Archers go-
2: Urbay never played for Chicago.
1: No, I'm just saying these are just goalies that I think of when you drop names like Steve Passmore. Rick Tabaracci. <laughs> Ron Tugnut. <laughs> Dominic Roussel. <laughs> Patrick Lalime. Oh. <laughs> we should just have a, like a 5 minute segment where all we do is just say goalie names from like 15 years ago.
2: <laughs> Dominic hassock
1: Mike Vernon.
2: Oh, come on. <laughs> all right, moving on. Oil Kings? Yeah, yeah. Um this has been a season to forget for our Mighty Oil Kings. Um they are struggling. They continue their struggles. They are in the midst of a 12-game losing streak. Huh. Huh. <laughs> They're Tur- in turn to the right and cough, in kids. In the <coughs> midst of a 12-game losing yeah.
1: streak? Didn't we just get off a 16-game losing streak? Yeah, and
2: then just right back on. Man,
1: yeah. I know why you just didn't even want to talk about this over, last week.
2: <laughs> over uh, three games and three night chunk of their schedule that they had over the weekend, they lost a home-and-home series against Medicine Hat Tigers, which included a 4 nothing shutout Saturday night at Rogers Place. And then lost five two to the Calgary Hitmen on Sunday night. Um, those three games, they were outscored eighteen to five. Once again, kids. Okay, what?
1: Back up. Sorry. <laughs> I was I was reading another stat, Amos. and I heard you, and then it clicked. You just said the Oil Kings were outscored eighteen to five in their last three games. Yes. That is pathetic. <laughs> but see, this is this is the thing. The Oil Kings are a rebuilding team. Yeah, absolutely. Right. So I, I just think it's weird to have a, a rebuilding franchise in the WHL. Like, aren't you all like 16, 17 years yeah, old? Like but how do you, you re- have?
2: Don't worry. Listen, the Ola Kings have an answer for everything. And it will get better. It just has to get worse before it gets better. Here's where it gets better, Oil Kings fans. Uh Trey Fix wolanski this kid has been hot fire this season for the Ola Kings. He had a goal on Sunday against Calgary which uh gave him fifty two points on the year, which puts him three behind o- uh, oil kings rookie point holder. Marty Gurnat for the record. Really? Is that a good name drop? Marty Gurnat? I like that. Right? Yeah. Um so there's there's uh there's some positive news out of the Oil Kings there. Um the Oil Kings have three games remaining in their season, including their final home game this Sunday, March nineteenth, against the Red Deer Rebels at four o'clock. So tickets are twenty bucks Want to go see the old kings one last time this season at home, this Sunday. Sunday. Sunday, Sunday is the time to do it. Uh, t- Super slam, <laughs> <swear. laughs> dude. Seriously, we should do voiceovers. We've talked about this in the past. <laughs> I think it'd be hilarious. I think it'd be awesome. I think it'd be very financially. I think it'd be very lucrative financially. That's the term I was looking for. College education. Alex has it. High five. Yes, I just high five myself. Uh <laughs> Uh, so two <laughs> two hundred or three games are on the road. Um, that starts tonight against the Kootenai Ice at seven o'clock, and then their final road game of the year will be March eighteenth versus the Red Deer Rebels at seven o'clock, and then uh, March nineteenth at home against the Red Deer Rebels. Interestingly enough. That's who they started their season against. Uh, Oil Kings record is 20, 43, 5, and 1. And that, kids, is your Edmonton Oil Kings and Bakersfield Condor update.
1: Man, killing it. You just, you just killed it right there. That was huge. Uh, How are else we- are you supposed to follow up low tide? I know, man. I'm, <laughs> I'm still I'm, – I'm, I'm come over here and feel this. I'm sweaty. Like, yeah, there, there it is. Kids, <laughs> this is a word that a lot of you hate. Moist Moist ah, I ah, love that word It's uh, my bleh. favorite <laughs> Alright We're gonna play some music uh, Local band Real Sickies uh, Actually have a huge show Coming up this Saturday night At the Starlight Room Ooh. With the Real Mackenzies nice. And the Isotopes Yeah the 25th year anniversary Of the Real Oh, They just put out A brand new album At Starlight? Yeah At the Starlight Room Dude, didn't you play there? I have played there. I've played there. Isn't it cool when you share the stage with musicians? That Dude, you Green Day to?
2: played there in 91. I found their autographs. You on know, the, the hip the played wall. the Starlight Room once? Dude. The hip?
1: Yeah, played the Starlight Room. So truck technically, the- we've shared
2: the same stage as Gord Downey.
1: Yeah. Yeah. High fives. God bless Gord Downey. God bless. <laughs> it's not gone yet. Um, but this is Go Away by The Real Sickies on YG Sports Live on nine, gradio.ca. Nine, we'll three, be right five. back.
2: Man, we should not mosh pit in the studio. <laughs> that got a little rough, dude. It did I was get worried a about. Rough. I was worried about ripping the I, jacket. I know, we almost ripped the threads a little dude, bit. Dude, that would have been that would have been bad.
1: You know, Wayne's ju-ju. getting tossed around. Yeah, Wayne, the ape. Are <laughs> is that the right? We decided he's not a gorilla. Although to me, he will be always. Wayne the Gorilla, yeah, the official mascot of YG Sports Live with Aaron Amos here on GRadio.ca, Tuesday night, a little after, what, it's got to be close to 6
2: o'clock now.
1: So, we don't know how to read a clock. Yeah, we're we're getting all over the place. We're definitely close hey, hold to on, hold,
2: Wait, wait, we're going to be really professional. It is now 5.50... Oh, it is. Yeah. Five fifty-three. Five fifty-three. Drive home. The, the hour ahead thing was messing me up. It messed me know. up a little bit too. But it's the drive home. It's Oilers game night in just over an hour. We recommend oh, that you head down to first round in either. Burgers, beers, Court. Yeah, and either downtown or West Edmonton Mall. They have Molson Canadian on special and just a lovely wait staff and absolutely. Just, just also, just if people. you are going to the Oilers game tonight and you have a ticket, head down to first round in downtown. It is only like fourteen hundred. Walking steps away from Roger's place on 104 and 112th <laughs> Street. Anyways, you go there, you show your ticket stub. When you order a beverage, whether it's alcoholic or not, boom, free wings. I love it. Right?
1: How can a- you not? A-Rod, what a show it's been uh so far. Yeah, here. it's been
2: really good. Um uh, we had low tide from TSN twelve sixty coming. And help! Help us shed some light on calm the, everybody. down. Calm everybody's nerves. There's no need to panic yet.
1: Right? You know the Oilers are still and and like we said, we've done a lot of really great things this season. It's just about closing it out, getting into April, May hockey, and just moving forward.
2: And let it all hang out middle of April when the Oilers get in, regardless who they play, San Jose, Minnesota. Oh, Anaheim, you're going. You're going or maybe even out. Calgary. You know what? As soon as you make it to the dance. To this, I, I, I'm going to call it the Sweet 16 because it is March yep, Madness absolutely. College fo- college Hoops time. Man, we should when we you get have to, the, to March Madness next week. You yeah. know what? It's the Sweet 16. Let it all hang out. Let it all hang out. I love it. Pull the out. Take all the dumb penalties you want. I don't care. <laughs> Actually, no, I do care. I care a lot. Please don't do that. <laughs> Okay. But we're going to switch gears right now. Yeah, we, we are. We're going to switch focus. We get to talk to the NFL. We get... Brrr. We haven't talked to NFL in, like, what, like a month?
1: I know. We it's got to talk, like, like, three minutes earlier with with Low Tide. Yeah. And, and you are both awesome. Eagles fans. Yeah, we are. Reminisced. Which is... I didn't... I mean, I only know, like, four other Eagles fans in all of Edmonton. Right? So now that's five. And that's where
2: you both agree that... If uh, they brought back Deshaun Jackson, which is not happening, he signed with, he signed with Tampa Bay. It was official that happened. Official, and I also tweeted it at Yeg Sports Live on our Twitter page.
1: Man, something's going on with Uh-oh. my notifications here. Can I finish my and thought real quick? All of a sudden, they're all coming in at once. Oh my god! Let's look at this. Okay, go ahead. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Wrong notification. Don't you love it when a t- don't you love it when a Tinder match? Gets matched. Don't you really? love that? We're not on Anyway, here. you and Low Tide were saying <laughs> that, you know, it would be great if Deshaun Jackson did come back, which he's not. Uh, if they brought back Shady McCoy, it would be like a big, you know, homecoming and you guys can go win eight games and get. Yeah, exactly. To, uh, eight games. <laughs> eight games. Okay, so. Um, let's talk about some of the big yes, news here. let's talk about some of the big ones. Um, so the Eagles, of course, we talked, uh, signed Alshon Jeffrey from my Chicago Bears to a one-year fourteen million dollars deal. Yeah, they did. And they also signed Tory Smith. Huge, yeah. huge, huge. Um, which which big uh free agent move do you want to talk about?
1: Well, it, this is actually funny in in relation to the Eagles because yeah. last week it seemed like the Eagles were really close to trading for Brandon Cooks, and then all of a sudden New England's like,
2: gotcha, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> like, hey, 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 hey Nollins, we'll give you a first round pick for Brandon Cooks over there. Yeah, and. Uh, a first and a
1: fourth round yeah, pick. Yeah, I actually have a breakdown of the oh, trade. Sorry, first round and a 2017 third round pick to the
2: Saints. Now now I want burgers, beer, sports whenever you say first round pick. Ah. Ah. Anyway, so, okay, so I have a breakdown of that trade. The Saints traded wide receiver Brandon Cooks to the Patriots in exchange for a package that includes the Patriots' first round pick, thir- number 32 overall. Uh, the, patrons, the Patriots sent New Orleans a 2017 third round pick selection. Uh, pick number one hundred comp and three, the compen compensatory selection acquired from Cleveland in the Jamie Collins deal, in exchange for the Saints' fourth round pick, which is pick number one hundred and eighteen. And you know, Bill Belichick is sitting somewhere with binoculars, looking at the one hundred and eighteenth pick. He's looking at somebody right now who is doing, who's playing like div three college ball, who's trying to make it, you know, maybe even undrafted. And Bill Purtt Chucks be like you're going to be the next Julian, Julian Edelman <laughs> Now. Uh also really quick uh my
1: Eagles uh did, made a couple other moves uh signing Chance Warmack to the O-line. Yes. Uh former yeah. Tennessee Titan and Arod in like the last 12 hours. Guess who's coming back to Philly? Nick Foles.
2: Yeah, yeah, I yeah, seen yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, Nick Foles signed coming a 2-year deal.
1: I like it. I like it a and lot. And and
2: you know what? That adds a little bit of security for Carson oh, Wentz. Oh, dude, it's just... In case Carson Wentz goes down. This is great. Um, you want, hey, well, I want to stick in the NFC East. Yeah, go... Yeah, Real it's... quick with the Cowboys. I, I wanted to hit this with low tide, but we just ran out of time. Um, The whole thing with Tony Romo. Should he... I am reminded of the Clash song. Should I stay or should I go? <laughs> like, the Cowboys cannot decide what they want to do with Romo. It's kind of disgusting. So, yeah, right now, he's there are still some
1: talks of him being traded to the Texans. Yeah. You know,
2: Sp- speaking of trades with the Texans, did you hear about this? The Cleveland Browns uh, traded their fourth round pick to, uh, yeah, to Houston for Brock Osweiler and their second round pick. So now Cleveland has Houston's second round pick. They, Cleveland now has 23 draft picks over the next two years.
1: I, uh, I heard some rumors about your boy Cutler going to... We're going to step into that Oh, sh- real yeah, quick. yeah, 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 um, yeah.
2: So just real quick, Cleveland now has Brock Osweiler. There's already been talks that they're going to cut him or release him. They've already released quarterback RG3. So you would assume that that would be Brock Osweiler's team, but it sounds like they're trying to trade for him. What's happening in Cleveland and all these Harvard students that are doing all their crazy algebra equations to figure out how to win a game this season is beyond me uh real quick also they Cleveland Browns also signed wide receiver Kenny Britt O-lineman J.C. Tredder from Green Bay and O-lineman Kevin Zeitler from Cincinnati yeah so they beefed up that
1: O line oh dude we are looking um, great
2: yeah so you were saying earlier about Cutler yeah he was released by the Chicago Bears um and then they turn around and sign quarterback Mike Glennon. I was I just, actually I didn't understand that yeah, signing to be I was correct. actually down at Pro Am Sports, by the way, go check them out for all your Oilers and Eskimos gear. And they're just awesome. I was talking with the guys there about it, uh, one guy, he's a Bears fan, and he's like, Who's Mike Glennon? I'm like, Well he's played in Tampa Bay the last two years. Uh career, he's five eleven as a starter. And he got signed to a three year forty three million dollar contract. <sighs> so five and eleven gets you forty three million? Wow. Are you fisting me right now? I could go five I could have bit. sent a workout <laughs> video. I could have sent a workout video to the Chicago Bears and be like, Boys, I'll play for a million year. Like that's it. Right?
1: So Also insane that the Jets have interest in Cutler.
2: Yeah. And real quick on the Jets too, uh Brandon Marshall left the Jets. He traded in Gang Green for Big Blue. He signed a one-year deal with the New York football Giants. So now Eli is like, hmm, so if Rashad Jennings is covered, that's okay. I got OBJ. And if OBJ is covered, that's cool. I got Brandon Marshall. Like, the Giants are going to be sick this year. Uh, but real quick, my Bears made moves. Yeah. You thought your Eagles made moves? Yeah, no, dude. Uh, I'm sorry. Uh, Bears also signed O-lineman Tom, Copton, Tom Compton from Atlanta. Safety Quinton Demps from Houston. Cornerback Marcus Cooper from Arizona. Cornerback, um, former first-round pick Prince Amukamara from Jacksonville. Tynan Dion Sims from Miami. Marcus Wheaton, who's like a depth receiver from Pittsburgh. And they also signed uh, free agent wide receiver Kendall Wright, who played in Tennessee last year.
1: Nice uh, Also this is kind of crazy Aaron. Mm-hmm. Uh Seahawks hosting Adrian Peterson yeah. And Jamal yeah. Charles What? <laughs> like <laughs> the, the fact And like I talked about the fact That these two might Go to the same team Last week Yeah The fact that they could End up in
2: <laughs> Right Actually I wanted to ask Low tide about that Before uh, we ended The interview with him Well and Lacey about, was there
1: Over the weekend too
2: Yeah So I was going to say Could you imagine Adrian Peterson Coming to the Eagles Oh
1: we did talk about a running back.
2: 10 wins.
1: D- get, get low tide on the DM and be like AP to Philly. What do you think? I don't know if like, like, dot, dot. <laughs> where we're at with Coprun because I know AP is going to, you know, he's going to go big money.
2: You know what? You can't get him. You know what? You're getting AP out of his prime or at the edge of his prime. You're not the- going to get the 2010 AP or the 2007 Adrian Peterson. I'm sorry. You're not getting that. You're getting an older, more beat up, but he still has miles left on the tread. Adrian Peterson. Um, also, Packers signed free agent tight end Martellus Bennett. Nice. Yeah. Um, it they- kind of sucks for me because I've met a, sh- uh, sh- a Chicago Bear player, and that was Martellus Bennett when I was in Chicago at Ditka's. You know who else I met that night there? Who's that? Uh, That guy that, oh, I can't. What is his name?
1: do you mean Ricky?
2: <laughs> he played for the eighty-five Bears. I've seen his Super Bowl ring. Like the fridge, Richard Dent. Oh, okay. No, dude, the fridge is pretty much dead
1: now. I don't know who I don't know who Richard Dent is. So
2: he played on. on defense. Anyways, we're gonna talk more NFL free agency next week. Yeah,
1: you bet. And uh, follow us on Twitter at YG Sports Live. Yes, for- on Instagram
2: at YG Sports Live.
1: It, uh, you, pretty much every updated transaction From the NFL in the past six days Has been uploaded on that Stay tuned on Twitter for everything Raptors um, We're going to post our UFC results Later tonight as well Man, we didn't get to UFC, we didn't get to Raptors But that's okay because you we know had you just, Every show there's going to be some times where you just th- Not everything there's makes not time. time You know, I, this happens actually I learned this from PTI You know when they get the, yeah, the, yeah, the, yeah. the rundown happening yeah, yeah. We had a rundown, it didn't happen today It's been a fantastic episode Yes, Low Tide was on the show Oh, Oilers thank are going to win tonight? Oh, yeah, A-Rod, really quick. Or do you want to save it for the overtime show Our predictions for the Oilers this week? Let's do it on the overtime Okay, show. let's do it in the overtime show. Yeah. Well, uh, thanks for tuning in, everybody, to YG Sports Live on GRadio.ca. Presented by...
2: First round, burgers, beer, sports. Real quick, thank you to Alan Mitchell, a.k.a. Low Tide. You can follow him on Twitter, at Low Tide. He's a writer for Oilers Nation. The guy knows his stuff. Check him out on TSN 1260 every weekday morning, 10 till 12 noon. I do. You should too, damn it. Also, really quick, uh, go to gradio.ca
1: and download the app so you can get all of our podcasts on Google Play, iTunes, Yes, we're on iTunes.
2: Yeah, we're on all that awesome stuff. You know know what? A kid from W.P. Wagner High School is on iTunes for the right reasons. He's also on YouTube for the right reasons. One day we're getting a banner in Rogers. Have a great night, everyone. (laughs) We'll see you next week. (laughs)